You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made. Probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about 1983's epic gangster film, Scarface. Directed by Brian De Palma, written by Oliver Stone, and starring Al Pacino. And, as ever, alongside me, three men who... Lesson number one, don't underestimate the other guy's greed. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. As you know, each episode, we've got 30 minutes to discuss the original film, come up with a plot for the sequel, come up with a director, come up with a cast, come up with a title, and basically ruin your favourite film. No, we're going to do a better job than that on this one. This week, we are talking about Scarface. Yep, we've all watched it recently, so let's go around the room. Guys, you're feeling pretty violent and uh, excited after this one, Al. Do you want to kick it off? Scarface, man. Um, Well, I'll probably kick it off... by saying it, I've always felt that kind of this film actually does have a unofficial sequel, kind of a sister film, and that's Carlito's Way, which I've always been firmly in the camp of preferring to Scarface. I rewatched Scarface for this. I just think I just find Carlito's Way to be the. I think it's dated better, and and it was just a bit of a classier affair. However, rewatching Scarface, it, the fact that it's dated is actually a real positive, I yeah. think, rewatching it now. Like, I used, I think when I was a bit younger, I, I, I was a bit of a, you know, a bit smug about it and thought, oh, God, the music, all that sort of, you know, that, that bit of synth, that, you know. And um, actually, that's what's fucking great about it. And um, look, I don't think it's a perfect film, Scarface, but I do think it's a perfect package. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, it's it ticks all the boxes and it's just iconic, like from the Hawaiian shirts on the, on my, you know, on Miami Beach, you know, to the way it's influenced things like um, Vice City to the soundtrack, you know, just the, the mansion. It's just iconic, the mountain of coke, you know, it's just iconic stuff. And it, and it is, a, it's a fun ride, man. It is a fun ride. And, you know, Tony Montana, he has, you know, I, he has got the biggest balls really in cinema history. And you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything like, in me. It's like, is- can, you, can you imagine seeing someone's head get split in half with a chainsaw? What do you do? You say... Fuck you and spit in his face. You don't. You'd, you'd be like, whatever you want. I'm sorry. Whatever you want. I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't take the money. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's Scarface. It is. It's Scarface, isn't it? I'm not particularly in love with it, but, you know, of course, mate. Yeah, cool. Happy. Always like it. You know, it's all good. Let's crack on. All right. John. Jonathan. John's um, <clears throat> John. Yeah, my name's not Jonathan. It's just John. It's got an H. Always it. get names wrong. Um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, I think the thing with Scarface is, well, is to pick up on what Al ended on Tony Montana. I think um, it's that character that just kind of, um, you never forget him, right? Like he, and, and, he, and he is like, as, as I said, he's just like balls out, just in your face like always always on it like that's kind of like all uh, i say all he is but that's everything that he is isn't it like he doesn't really have compassion or emotional depth he's just fucking wild about everything and then when he does loads of coke he's even more wild about everything even up until the way he dies at the end he'd be she's get shot 35 times and is still standing taking the piss telling people <laughs> they're not tough enough until he gets killed in the back like and he's, he just ends the way that he started just the fucking balls to the wall fucking <laughs> insane character um, i did enjoy that because i guess your point with that john is uh, is that 
you kind of believe that he could stand that long and take that many well, bullets, don't you? Yeah, it gets well, you, think... it gets you there. Narratively, they get you there to the point where Tony, what can take this man down? Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, like, <laughs> I, th- I think what they've established is that if you do enough coke, you're basically invincible. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the message. <laughs> yeah, nice positive vibes. All right, well, that's a, that's a lovely introduction there. Joe? He's a wicked character, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So fun. So fun. Um, I, I, I was a bit dreading this going in. Like, through, you know, looked up the runtime when, when someone threw this out and said, right, let's do Scarface on, uh, on the chat. And I looked at the runtime. I thought two hours, 50 minutes. Oh, oh God. I don't remember this being that good. During um, the Euros as well, your time is sparse. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, time's not, time's, yeah, exactly. Time is difficult. And, um, and you said, yeah, it's fun though, uh, Al. And, and you were absolutely bang on. Like it's, <laughs> it, it does not feel like three hours and it is, it is so much fun. Um, the, the bits that you said that have dated, like, like the synth soundtrack, disagree like i think that's one of the strongest things going for the film is is the soundtrack outstanding from well, uh, i guess, my, I guess my point was in comparison to de palma's kind of sister film carlito's way where he kind of was a scarface a lesser scarface and he's now trying to go straight um that feels like a more timeless piece of cinema like it's it, it just feels a bit more polished in a way timelessly in cinema Scarface is very much more of the time. And I did used to think it was dated, but like I said, on the rewatch for this, I was, I did think that was actually a massive positive, it being so of the time. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so, it's, it's uh, just, just when you think like this couldn't get any more 80s, <laughs> insert montage, uh, yeah. <laughs> which I, I actually watched twice. I took it back uh, when it got to the end of the montage. I took it back and watched it again. That's how much I enjoyed the uh, the the sort of just like you know the the the, the mega rise to becoming a, a total you know cocaine boss. Um, <laughs> I, I took it back and watched it again. I fucking love that. Uh, that was one of the outstanding things for me. The chainsaw sequence is amazing, and the shot that goes from the window, oh, uh, you know, through, through the window, oh, out the yeah. window, down to the car to see um, Manny, his buddy, just sort of you know. Well, quite inappropriately touching up a woman, uh, and then <laughs> and then and then sort of like you know craning back up to the window, which is now like kind of soaked in blood. Uh, yeah, all the, this the blood sound, spurted up. The sound and, design as well is unbelievable in that. Yeah, scene, fucking yeah. brilliant, um, and just so so rough. It's so rough. Um, it's heart pounding the tension because it builds and builds, and then you're like, "What's he getting out there?" It's you're awful. Like, oh my god. I think that sums up like that's what this film does really well, even more like than, than The Godfather and and other gangster films. It's just the the brutality of the world, and that obviously is quite an early scene, and that sums it up perfectly. But you know the scene that kind of scars me, no pun intended, scars me a little bit more, is F. Murray Abraham's death. Yeah, and and you, you know because there's yeah. that kind of haunting thing of him when they walk him away, he you can see he's slightly worried. He's yeah, thinking. He's so he's slightly worried, but he can't do anything about it. Mm. And then when he looks through those fucking binoculars, and the guy's like, you know, you fucked him, you fucked him, pointing down, and he's just screaming. He's like, mm. ah, it really is a haunting image. It's rough. It's a rough that, film. 
And that guy is like, that's how I deal with these people. I fucking throw a rope. We, we kick the shit out of them, throw a rope around their neck and throw them out fucking chop. <laughs> well, I mean, we've we got to talk about the cast. I mean, you've all talked. To, I think it is, uh, for me, it's it encapsulates a perfect time. Soundtracks bang on, looks bang on, montage bang on. Everything about it is a great snapshot of that era. But the cast as well, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, I think this might have been one of her first, this might be her first film, wasn't it? She's relatively unknown. Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio as well. Yeah, we've mentioned F. Murray Abraham. I mean, it's just fantastic. Uh, Robert Lodger, Lodger, uh, Lopez. I think, it's just I think brilliant. to correct you briefly, Michelle Pfeiffer had featured in Greece 2 before this. Was that her first film? Cool Rider? Um, she was certainly in that before this. Well, I mean, I just, I love Scarface. I mean, it's, it, it, fortunately, it gets lumbered into one of those films that you would watch when you're a student, isn't it? It kind of, rightly or wrongly, falls within that bracket. Have you seen it many times our student houses? But it is just that quotable, that classic. He is that good a character. It is, you're right. It's just fucking Scarface. It's the man. kind of film that 18 year olds think is the best film ever made. Yeah, and yeah, like, definitely. I could sum it up, there's an episode of Kirby, Kirby Enthusiasm where he sort of befriends this uh, rapper called Crazy Eye or something. And he's showing him around his house and he shows him his bedroom. And he's like, yeah, I plan to put a plasma on the plasma on the ceiling here. He's like, I'm just, you know, put Scarface on 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that kind of sums up the mentality with this film. Do you know what I mean? Totally. It attracts the characters. Well, We've got to do it justice because otherwise we're we're in a lot of trouble. So who wants to kick things off? I mean, let, if we just sort of pick up where the film ends, everyone's dead. <laughs> well, he <laughs> certainly brutally oh. murdered. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. oh, oh, quick shout out as well. Steven Still, uh, Spielberg uh, directed. I don't know if you guys know this or not. You probably do. The uh, mansion climbing the stairs scene was directed by Spielberg uh, when he was on set for the Palmer. Just, just, yeah. just um, the just the shot. I think actually. Yeah. But. Oh well, you know, I'm it's putting the one it. shot. I thought it was more than a shot, but I de- but I I don't know why De Palma would say, "Oh, it's the most. This is my huge climactic sequence." Someone else do it. Like, yeah, just, I, like, well, have, I get that they were all like ruling the world at that point. And Spielberg mm-hmm. was on set with him, and it's like, oh, wicked! You know, you can direct a few shots. As I well. want, I, I want, I fancy the guns. <laughs> hey, listen, right. Anyway, everyone's dead. ET was there. ET was there. So everyone's dead. Yeah, so something to point out just briefly on him being dead thing. So there are a couple of things that have sort of tried to continue the story on. So there's a video game called Scarface, The World Is Yours, and that kind of cheats a bit. So it sort of rewinds a little bit, and he manages to survive and escape that last shootout. But more humorously than that... It rewrites it. It takes it rewrites like the last two minutes, and he right. like manages to escape you. Yeah. And then the <laughs> that, I think um, you described that right. That is indeed a cheat. <laughs> it's a cheat, yeah. And then there's a more funny. There's a comic book um, which I've totally forgotten the name of, but I had oh yeah, Scarred for Life, Scarface, Scarred for Life, which he does. Everyone thinks that he's died, but actually it turns out that he was just in a coma because he can't die because he literally had too much coke in his system to die and it powers his system up and then he, he wakes up like six months later. That was one of my shit ideas. Uh, it was basi- it's basically like the film Crank with Jason Statham yeah, where he's, exactly. got to, exactly. he's got to be, um, he's got to electrify, electrocute yeah, yeah. himself in order to stay alive because <laughs> he's got a battery for a heart or something like that. Or like, or like Iron yeah. Man, I guess, except, except Tony Montana's got to just 
do copious amounts yeah, of cocaine exactly. in order to stay alive yeah yeah that would be quite funny and like he's got like he's down to his last little bit so he's got he's got 30 <laughs> minutes to live unless he can get some more and it's and it's turned the what? whole uh, whole thing on his on its head like he's he's the one sending out and selling Waiting the coke and now he's yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so his so his whole men, his whole motivation for being the kingpin now is not for financial gain and power it's for uh, it's for survival yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, are you um, seriously going with no, this no, well, no, yeah. let's, not, let's not spend much time I like, on this I like, I like the idea of it because it's such it's the ultimate coke fueled extravaganza of a character by the end and like I said you know it's it's you know it's a really you know it's, it becomes very very ugly um, I do kind of like the idea that but the amount of, you know, because obviously it's famous for the mountain of cocaine on that desk. Mm. Like maybe there's something in terms of like the amount of coke that's in his system somehow has made, you know, he does get resuscitated somehow. Yeah. His heart well, just doesn't stop. Well, you know I was I mean? thinking, I was thinking something like that. I don't think we should just, I mean, the comic book's already done it. So I don't know if we should just rip that off. Um, but it could be something like, you know, we could, he could still be like cloned or something. I don't know. Like, so that still keeps him alive. Um, cause I think it would be fun to have that character back. I know Clo- that it's ridiculous. Cloned. I know it's so ridiculous to have him back, but like, it's, it seems, it seems like a shame to have a Scarface movie that doesn't have Tony Montana. In it, and then we just invent a new as crazy character. Uh, it's, it's a challenge. It's a, it's a big challenge. Like coming into this, I'm, 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 I'm worried. I th- I'm no, I'm, I'm hundred percent behind how do we have modern day Al Pacino playing Tony, Mant- Tony Montana in this old Tony Montana? So we've got to we've got to resurrect him somehow. And have you se- and have you seen Pacino when he's not in a movie? Have you seen him like on the red carpet and stuff? He's getting starting to look weird, man. And that might <laughs> so that might that might serve as well. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like <laughs> I've only, I mean I, I I saw him obviously in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that's the last time I've seen. He looked good in that. Like, he looks good on screen, but I just when he was wearing his sneakers at the Irishman premiere and his hair's flopping over his eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what we want is we want to approach him or his agent or whatever. And we're like, right, we want us, we want you in the new Scarface film to put together, but we want you to look like how you look not on screen. Like when you look bad, that's how we want you to look on why, our screen. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I'm obsessing with this. We will have him in hair and makeup and have a camera on him. It's not... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What, right. what, what, I'm losing my mind. He's, he's fucking dead. He took about 35 shots and he took a shotgun to the back of the thing. My biggest question is not what's going on with Tony. My bigger thing for me is what happens to Sosa? You know, is there any retaliation? Because let's face it, he's just sent all of his men over to kill Tony. And most of Tony's gang is dead. So the, with, my With respect, I don't think that's the bigger question. <laughs> no, I think, I like, think you know, Scarface 2, right, we'll work on that title, but Scarface 2 without Al Pacino is going to struggle. Yeah, yeah like, like if we if we if we branded, it's got Pacino's back. Everyone be like, "Boo! We wanted Sosa." <laughs> <laughs> what what about then? Like his body's dead, but maybe his brain oh, survives, God, we and we can take his brain out and put it in like either another body or into like some like robot or something. Like it's RoboCop two, then is yeah. that what you just? <laughs> I think no. I think there's um, uh, it's it's really it's really hard that there's one obvious thing you could do which is that you pick up you know when, when the end of the f- first film he lands in that fountain that pool of water at the bottom um and then it says this film is dedicated to blah 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 um you could pick up there <laughs> blah 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 blah, blah, blah. obviously obviously <laughs> an effective dedication and um and they 
you know, like you, you could have like someone picking his body out and then immediately being, you know, put into uh, an ambulance and he, you know, turns out he hasn't died. I'm not saying that's good, James. I agree. He looks pretty fucking dead. Uh, that looks like it's going to be hard to come back from, but we need him in this film. Okay. I think, I think this is where I would go with it. So first shot is just like a real close up of red water. Like, you know, we're going back in. Yeah. And then we go wider and he's just there in the, uh, in the, in the, in the like, what is it? Pond? Fountain. It's, it's a fountain. <laughs> pond. Indoor Could pond. Be Indoor pond. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the fountain. And he's there. Dead body there. The, the, uh, the, um, the team that took him out of, of, of Scarpard. And, um, and then like a little light flashes on control panel in his office, sends out a message to this team of scientists that we didn't know, but Tony Montana had hired to, you know, they, they had they had a protocol <laughs> in place for in the event he should die, and he'd actually invested loads of his money into because you know he knew he had a target on his back for so long. He knew that he needed to have a have a plan in place to be indestructible. So mm. this 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 team come in, take the body away, and it's taken them all this time. It how, however long it takes. That's what Tony's message was. However long Can it takes, it, and it's taken them all this time, and we go through. They, they're working on him for until twenty twenty one, and finally, finally, his eyes Ta-da! open, and they're like, they're like, "Shit, we've done it!" Can it? Be, it's finally worked. It's the kind it, of crazy scheme that Tony Montana might have invested in, but you know, saying, "Well, I'll be dead, so what have I got to lose?" Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Can it? Can it? Can we please have it as the same team? Given we've already mentioned Spielberg, it's the same team that comes in and takes ET away, and it's the same like big coffin thing that they put ET sure. in. Sure, why not? Well, Brilliant, lit, sounds great. I mean, the lit, the, the, they'd have to like make squash him up a little bit and put his oh, legs well, up because well, it's a little well, white coffin. Well, <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. okay, it doesn't have to be the same one, but it's the same tech by the same company. Oh, so you yeah, get the, you get the big plastic uh, tunnel as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so hang on a minute. So Tony's back. That's the big reveal, is it? Well, look, this have... is this is one option. I did have one other option just to throw out there very quickly, which is that we. Um, we go down the route of, of D-Age and we set the sequel oh, uh, along, alongside the first film and you tell a different side of the first film. So you, you go back to the 80s, which, let's face it, this film is awesome because it's the 80s. It's bringing Tony Montana into, like, 2022, yeah. it's just not... Well, it's not great, is it? Okay, well, how about we well, have I... the best of both worlds? Because I like someone said Tony's back there. So I like, the, I like the title, Scarface, Tony's back. And how about when he comes back, he gets so big, he's like, fuck this world. And then he makes his world and he makes Miami like that 80s Miami again. He buys everything. He makes it all neon. All I the girls it. are in the old oh, like, style cool, swimsuits. Because nothing's off limits because he's a fucking nutter and he'll go to whatever, he'll do whatever it takes. So yes, he'll invest in the scientists, even if it takes 40 years for them to figure it out. He'll invest in the scientists so he can come back. Yes, he will transform the entire Miami city into an 80s city just for his gain, just because he wants it. Um, so I think, uh, you know, we're onto something here. And you know what? Also, we're, go- we're slipping into, and I'm happy about this, this is a positive, into a kind of demolition man world here. Where uh, you know he's a bit like Phoenix in Demolition. Yeah, yeah, he's complete. He's completely dated and discovering like you know the internet and stuff. Yeah, uh, 
yeah. Finding it so, somewhat hilarious. And um, hybrid, so, hybrid cars. He's going <laughs> to have to get back at Sosa, isn't he? He's going he's gonna to be pissed at Sosa. I mean, there's still going to be a vengeance needed there. Yeah, it? that's where action comes in. Yep, don't worry, Curry, we'll get Sosa in. God, Jesus Christ, Sosa what the fuck? Did you even realise Al Pacino was in this film? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this ending. Where's Sosa? It's yeah, quite, we'll quite, quite fun. Um, yeah, the, I love the, the Demolition Man uh, comparison here. It is exactly what this is. Like, you know, he's, he's coming into this world of new, like, cryptocurrency fucking... Uh, drug rings and and all this stuff, and he's just oh. like he's just like who can I shoot? Yeah, uh, no, I, destroying yeah, I, everyone in his way. I like that exactly because his his mentality. I mean, it, it kind of didn't work in the eighties. Eventually, but his mentality just wouldn't fly with these modern businessmen who are in the drug industry now. It's not you need a lot more than balls, but that he obviously doesn't understand that. So it gets him so far, and then you're right, Curry, he would be going after the son of Sosa or something like that. Is he going to be somewhat of a minor celebrity now then? Fascinated by social media, if he's come back and just recreating the 80s, he hasn't changed at all, his mindset's totally out of kilter. He's a gangster who's now being interviewed, maybe, by social media. He's on The Tonight Show. Be, um, yeah, the, yeah. I don't you know, know like, is he... If he was... If he's recognisable, like everyone, not ev- in the universe of the film, not everyone's good at, like, Tony Montana's not going to be a household name, is he? He is to us. I guess not. Because the movie exists. So yeah. I guess he, could, he I guess he can just be, be Tony Montana and not have to be famous. Yeah, he could come on slowly, though. He wouldn't need to go straight out to the Tonight Show. He could, like, do some smaller ones. You know Snoop Dogg's got that online show he does where he just goes on and smokes weed with people. He could like, yeah. go on that. And the one with uh, the hot wings as well, when people eat oh, hot the, wings. Whatever that's called, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Tony's back, wreaking havoc on Miami. We didn't see it coming. 40 years later, the world is a different place. What's his purpose? He still wants the power. It's all about the money. He loves the power. So, sir, uh, as much as I go on about him, he's probably dead now, isn't he? I mean, let's face it, he was, you know, punching mid-50s in the 80s. We're talking 40 (laughs) years later. So he's hardly going to be a force to be reckoned with. I don't know whether there's an angle of that particular family having a lineage. It's a fa- well, like the mafias, uh, you know, gangster uh, reigns are a, 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 a family business, aren't they? So the son of Sosa, I like that phrase. I'm digging What that. about Tony, I think, is going to need to fall in love. I think he's going to need a woman <laughs> that he meets uh, now. It's going to be a bit dark, isn't it? Because, like, how old's Pacino now? Pushing 80 or something, or 75. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so... But yeah. if you think about Tony Montana as a character, he's going <laughs> yeah. to be going after like thirty-year-old girls, isn't he? Because he's going to feel max. he's going to be fi- <laughs> thirty max. Because he's going to think of himself as that age. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a an area that don't go de- into an, an area that demolition well, man no, never I, really I went think, into. I think we go into it. We're not glorifying the idea. We're going to set him up as wrong, and it's and it's and it's immoral, and it's taken advantage of people like we can still we can still be you know we're not celebrating it so our other subplot is uh, you know a Hugh Hefner kind of thing um <laughs> oh I think loads of girls there <laughs> I don't know but um yeah okay. you know, it's a bit it's a bit delicate I think so should we get on to cast because I think the, the, the basic premise of the story is not dead back wreaking havoc off he pops well I was just going to throw in on the cast point actually is um <clears throat> Michelle Pfeiffer we bringing Michelle back because we could yeah. do, we could do a bit of a Truman Show here, and by that I mean in the Truman Show episode that we did, uh, we had Laura Linney's character has a, a baby off screen, right? And and you could have that here, which is that Tony Montana does have a uh, a child 
um, which he, he, you know, there's a realization in this film half, you know, at, at, at a point, which is he has a child with Michelle Pfeiffer and then got to bring the stakes, he has, stakes well, raised. It's, it's an adult child to so say he's got like a, she's just got a normal um, adult child. who has got like a completely normal job, like used car salesman or something like that. <laughs> and, and, um, and, so, you know, it's a used car salesman played by Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen or someone like that. Paul Rudd and um, uh, Christopher Mintz Platts. McLovin. McLovin. Oh, no, he did the gangster's son in uh, Kick-Ass, didn't he? Anyway, so he used car salesman and, um, and, you know, that's something they have to sort of develop as well, Tony Montana being his his dad. Yeah. What about Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet for this. Bring him in as the son. Yeah. Yeah. Use car salesman. I think he's a bit, I think, well, when would this child have had to been born? How old? I think he's young. I think he's yeah, too, quite, too he's young. He's too young, isn't he? Yeah, we're, looking a, we're looking for a 40 year old, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I like Paul Rudd. I, I think you can have, um, I see, I need to see, he's like super straight. Like, I hate Paul Rudd, but you know, he's, yeah, I was he's a say, used car went, salesman. It's the role time. he was born to play, Paul Rudd. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you can have a see, super straight lace. He's just like trying to quietly get on with his life, doesn't know really. And maybe his mum's like, hids, hids his dad's true identity from him. Definitely. And then, and then Montana's back and he's trying to make, he's trying to like sort of connect with him and like sort of have, be a loving parent in his own way. And like the first sort of birthday <laughs> present he brings him is like two pounds of cocaine and a grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so got, he's got like, like a special um, gun engraved like with love. Yeah. From yeah. dad along the barrel. It's <laughs> yeah. in this like it's in this velvet case. Yeah. And, it's just got, <laughs> and it's just got loads of marks on it, like one, two, three, four, five, like prison style, like how many people he's killed with this gun. I killed my first motherfucker with this gun. <laughs> and he's just there, he's just there. He's there with like on, on his birthday with um all his kids around and the dog in the suburbs, and he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Accidentally shoots it off, kills grandma in a corner. <laughs> I'll just put this, uh, I'll just close this box now, put it to one side. <laughs> Pacino, Pfeiffer, Rudd. Okay, so we're going to need uh, a protagonist here, someone that Tony has to have a bit of a fight with, you know, because it can't be plain sailing in Scarface. So we need a gangster or gangsteress. What are we thinking? Maybe that should be a female character. That would be kind of a fresh dynamic as well, because... Um, you know, we haven't, we, we've got Michelle Fife. We have you know, we haven't really got a female lead in this, so that could be quite good. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> what nationality was Sosa? I don't oh, he's know. Colombian. Is he he's Colombian. Oh, is he I, think he's Col- I think he's Colombian. Yeah. Um, Could, um, Bolivian. Apologies. Uh, someone like Eva Mendez. She's quite good. good or, or Michelle Rodriguez. Could they play that kind of nationality, perhaps? Salma Hayek. No, that's Mexican. Well, Mexican yeah. drug lord. Salma Hayek. Yeah, she's just um, and she's isn't she? She's an action hero in something else at the moment, isn't she? Joe, what's that film called? Bodyguard. Um, Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Have you seen it? Is it out? I don't even know if it's out. Um, anyway, I'm. Yeah, so she can do a bit of gun gun action. Although she always nice. could, couldn't she? She was in Desperado. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, she knows how to. And Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, she knows what she's doing, man. Absolutely. Okay, great. So let's talk what this film is called. Something like, so iconic as Scarface. I like someone called? said earlier, Scarface, Tony's back. I mean, you don't need to put anything else on the freaking poster. <laughs> Tony's back. <laughs> what a- about if we just call it Montana? Well, I was thinking after last week when we, we did uh, Beulah, um, again, just realistically, 
if um, not that this is a realistic option, we've done quite a, a far fetched uh, pitch here. But if the studio did this film, likely they'd end up with Montana, I reckon. Yeah, Tony Montana. Montana. Yeah, I mean, I don't love the title. It's 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 also the name of the most boring state in the USA. <laughs> yeah, I thought. <laughs> as well it's not quite as distinct you know it's like montana they might not actually do it you're right because it doesn't it's not as without the tony it's not as distinctive as bueller well, call it tony montana yeah like rocky balboa they did that exactly. with the rock with the rocky reboot didn't they yeah um yeah it's all shit um scarf i think maybe this one would be you know you know we've said it before joe when with um we were talking about it with the the, the title returns only seems to be used in legendary status. Batman Returns, Superman Returns, Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, like, you, you have to have this status to be able to get away with that. Well, there's Scar- a, you have to be a hero, I think, to get away with it, don't you? Well, I'm saying Scarface Returns could happen. Uh, yeah, or like Rebirth or Regeneration or... <laughs> Scarface <laughs> Rebirth. <laughs> you, know what it, you know what it would be if it was a straight-to-DVD film? Scarface Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I'm going with Scarface Resurrection. That's nice. Is it? It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm surprised you're so enthusiastic about that. <laughs> well, it. it's out there. Director. Ooh. Um, um, yeah, okay, so De Palma. I had some thoughts on this. And again, we've done it before, so you may not like it, but we have, again, another multi-film deal in the works with the Safdie brothers for this, I think would be pretty, pretty cool. God, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I was going to go like Rodriguez or something, like just someone who's just all about you know, kind of. Rodriguez is also pretty good. Spectacle and you know, like, um, did we get Rodriguez back for the faculty already? Though I think we, we did mul- multiple film deal. But, but yeah, this is this is our big like you know multi film deal. Like you know, this is where we become studio. I think. Um, yeah, I like I like Rodriguez for this. I think that's a that's a great shout. This was the turning. Oh. This was the turning point. Scarface <laughs> two. Meet the new boss. Same as the old boss. Literally. Okay. Well, there it is, everyone. So we've got a plot. I'm gonna love to hit. I'm, I'm looking forward to this pitch. I really, really am. Someone better be prepping up for it because we've got some sort of plot and we've got a cast. I also we've want got, just sorry just to throw in. I also want Daft Punk on the soundtrack. Fine. We've got a director and we've got Which a title and we've just we've just booked in <laughs> Daft Punk even though they split up. So it's all there. <laughs> Who's who's gonna? I mean, who's gonna put this Oscar winner home? Out of the last week's, I think. So I'm looking at Tweedledum or Tweedledee here. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'll do it. <clears throat> big John, big glamorous action anger. Go. All right. So we've got. Um, it begins with a sea of reds, and it's like, and so it's like a foot coming past, and the camera pans up, and it's Montana's. Dead body, as as was seen at the end of the uh, original, like you know, fifty five bullet holes in him, a giant like hole through his back where he got shot by that shotgun um, at the end. But then, uh, and the, and the camera pans back to that wide shot, just like just as the film fades out in the last one. But it just carries on fading out, and then just sort of pans over to the right, and there was always inside the mansion a team of just for the for the eighties, a ridiculously well funded high tech scientist unit who are just there ready when the dust settles to pull them out 
get him in an ET style coffin, like life coffin, <laughs> regen coffin, resurrection coffin. Uh, get him in there and just like, and then the little heartbeat monitors like, duh, 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 and just beep one, one little heartbeat comes along. And then we fast forward 40 years, 2021. A mu- um, mon- montage maybe over the title. So you just get the beep, and then the music. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. Fast forward 2021. Uh, he just opens his eyes, um, sort of the dust sort of, and the, 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 the coffin thing opens. There's always like dry ice effect comes out and Tony Montana just sits straight up like the undertaker and like WWE. And he's, and, 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 and he just, he's looking, he's looking for his Coke. He's looking for his guns. Um, he's, he's like getting back in, getting back in the action. They've, his, his crew have been like waiting for this. They're all ready. They've got everything ready to go for him. Um, he gets back with Michelle Pfeiffer. He learns he's got a son. He, he, he goes on national TV, or, or I think we said he, he becomes he becomes a celebrity. Uh, he's so powerful again. He's got all of his stuff. He turns Miami into the eighties. He's just having a fucking amazing time driving around in like his eighties Ferrari, like girls everywhere. And he sort of somehow at some point realizes that he's got a son and he should probably become a better person. So he goes to a family barbecue with used salesman, used car salesman's son, Paul Rudd, gets him a birthday. <laughs> present of cocaine and guns he accidentally shoots someone at the barbecue leaves um and we didn't really get and they, oh and he has uh he's he's against uh Sosa's daughter and they have a big old fight loads of shootouts I'm imagining we didn't really say who wins and loses let's just say neither of them win or lose we're all winners here John I, th- I think he die I think he dies again in a, in a dies mass- again in, in a massacre but then just <laughs> so the, the last, the last shot back. is the scientist running back in again <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he, die, he dies in a fountain again the shot pulls out and we just see one scientist in a hazmat that suit running and then it just fades to black and we're uh, done. Uh, what's it called? And that was Scarface Resurrection. <laughs> wow, there you go. Well, I didn't see that coming. Fair play for doing it, John. Yeah, you had it all there, didn't you? There's a lot going on, but you know, you, you pulled it back. Did we? That's the question, guys. As ever, the big one, what would you have done differently? Uh, We'd love to hear from you. We always love to hear from you. Uh, Any recommendations you want us to do at the moment? We can murder anything. So uh, let us know. Uh, As ever, if you can rate us five stars, that's great. But really, all we care about, we'll see you on the next one. Cheers, guys.